take a seat and prepare for a lakeside legend. Welcome back, adventurers, to the Lost Mine of Fendelver with your cast here at Lakeside Legends. On the last episode, we introduced our heroes to the campaign. There is Imralir Sardith, a shadow elf rogue, played by Jessica. We have- Ranger! Oh, what did I say? Oh, I said rogue. Yeah, Ranger. My bad. Kinsley, a furball cleric, played by Hannah. And finally, me, a changeling druid, played by Arthur. We have joining us this week and for the rest of the campaign, Trevor, who will be playing Francisco. Uh, I believe you're a changeling fighter. I am a changing fighter, yeah. All the changelings in our party. That's right. All right. He's not shy about it. So. (laughs) (laughs) So last time, after setting off from the city of Neverwinter, escorting a wagon load of supplies for the dwarven expeditioner Gundren Rockseeker, our heroes were ambushed by goblins just a half day away from their destination of Phandalin. During the battle that ensued, Kinsley managed to cast sleep on the last retreating goblin, effectively capturing it. The group questioned the goblin about what he and his kind were doing there, but Spit, the poorly named and unintelligent goblin, refused to talk until Imrilir tortured him into spilling his guts. She tickled, tortured Spit, rolling a natural 20 in intimidation that caused him to pee all over himself and reveal all he knew. Spit hates being tickled. Through this tickle torture, our adventurers learn that Clarg, a bugbear who leads the Kragmaw goblins of this area, was having his minions ambush and ransack caravans on their way to Phandalin. One of these raids finally landed Clarg and his minions the prize they were looking for, Gundren the Dwarf, along with a bonus prize, Gundren's human bodyguard. Upon hearing this, our heroes decided to leave the trail they were following and managed to convince Spit to show them the way to Kragmaw hideout. Once there, the group fought their way through a cave full of goblins, defeated Clarg, and rescued Gundren's bodyguard, Sildar Hallwinter, from his not-so-far-off fate of being devoured by goblins. After resuscitating Sildar, the bodyguard told the group how he and Gundren were captured by Clarg and his minions, and how the fiendish little devils wanted Gundren's map to the Wave Echo Caves a lost cavern that houses incredibly rich mineral deposits and ekes the very essence of magical power. Sildar explains how he overheard the goblins talking about how they, the Kragmaw, uh, are working for a person called the Black Spider, and that it was this individual that wanted the Rockseeker brothers and their map. The group then exited the cave, heading back down the wooded path to their hidden wagon, and that is where we are now. So you guys are making your way back down the path, trying to get back to the Tribor Trail where you had your- Carrying a bunch of stuff. Yep, you're carrying all that junk. You have Sildar Hallwinter with you. Um, And yeah, you guys exit onto the trail. You see the horses are still there. They're still dead. You know exactly where you hid the wagon. So you walk over there and nothing's there. I mean, I mean, nothing's gone. It's there, nothing's been touched. Oh, Spit, are you there? There's no response. Uh, everyone give me a perception check. Ugh. 21. Oh, a 21. So, as you guys are looking around to see if Spit is there, Kinsley notices in the dirt trail there's signs of a different scuffle that was not part of what you guys had before. And with uh, 21, I'll say that Kinsley was looking through some bushes and found a goblin shoe 
that looked just like Spitz, one of Spitz's shoes. Uh, I think I found a Spitz shoe. I hold up the shoe. <laughs> well, we did warn him that this was a possibility upon returning to the road, so who knows where he went. Or who took him. It's more likely they would have killed him than just take him. Well, and where's the body? Exactly. That's I what I'm saying. He may have. Then just take his body? Then he may have escaped. Maybe. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, don't really know him that well, so. Oh, well. Now we continue. <laughs> I feel like that's a little heartless, but I mean, he is a goblin. It is kind of he, their way of life. Wait, 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 wait. You guys had a goblin sitting here waiting for you? Is that a problem? Well, considering I was just held hostage by the little buggers for the past <laughs> however <laughs> long, why, why were you teaming up with a goblin? He was oh, useful yeah. and endearing. We liked him. Not all goblins are bad, just like people who do bad things. It's They're shaped by their environment. It's not his fault that that's how he had to live his life. I don't know. Those goblins seem to enjoy beating the crap out of me. Oh, I'm sure that, you know. I would, too. I think we all would. Um, well. I wouldn't, but, you know. I appreciate that. Thank you. Anyway. Regardless, he is gone. Let's gather our things and... Okay. Okay. We'll put all the stuff with the lion crest, whatever, on the cart. Okay, so you guys load up the uh, stuff with the, Did the he... blue lion. Nothing's missing out of the cart, though? No, no, no. Ah. Uh, it, it didn't even look like, it, uh, with with our 21 perception check, I can say that you got there, and it looked like he didn't even make it there. He oh, didn't even make it to the he cart. didn't even make it to the cart. No, he okay. made it to the road. The scuffle happened in the road, and now it's Could she oh. tell with the 21, like... Was his assailant like bigger, the same size? Mm, footprint size. Yeah, yeah. You could you could tell that the footprints were probably bigger than normal. Like so they were. Yeah, they were humanoid, but they had big feet. Mm. Big feet. I mean, I have pretty big feet. Okay, so we gather all our stuff, put it in the okay. car. Um, can I check around just to see if there's like. I just want to keep a lookout. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, draw me a perception check as uh, you guys are loading up and getting ready to go, or you wanted to keep a lookout as you're going down the trail. Natural twenty. Oh, all right. Well, you with a natural twenty, you see animals out in the distance into the woods. You see a family of deer creeping through, trying not to be seen by you. And actually, up in the distance, you do see a tree that's got a hole in it. Just. Slight, probably six or seven feet up. It looks like like an owl's hole, but with a perception of 20. It looks, it doesn't... It'd be 23. 23, yeah. Well, with a natural 20, it looks not natural. Like a knot in the tree that fell out where an animal would live. It looks like someone tried to create something that would look like that, but there's a hole Ow. in the tree. How old can I discern, like, its age, if it's been there for a while, if it looks like... Give me a nature check. Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay, yeah. It looks relatively fresh. It looks like the wood is still wet. I go up to it. Hello? <laughs> Hello? How tall are you? <laughs> like, average. I'm not that tall. 
it's probably like seven feet up. Like, do you need help? Hi. Yes. Why don't Why don't you put me on your shoulders and uh, let's get a peek at? I mean, I am seven feet tall. Oh. Yeah, she can just probably <laughs> look my in face. and see it. Well, I mean, okay. You can just look in if you want. I mean, if I put you on my shoulders, then you would then be... Then I could get in. This okay. high and, well... Go ahead. Look. Okay, so I go ahead and I look inside. Okay, so inside you see a small coin purse. Do you take it out? You just, you just see a coin I'm just, purse. I'm just looking. Does it look like there's anything? Like, a trap? Is there a trap? <laughs> you want to search for traps? Give ah. me an investigation check. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to just stick my hand in a hole. We all know that ends badly. Investigation. Yeah. That's going to be a 20... What? Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't see any traps. It looks, it looks like someone made this hole to hide the money. Well, it looks like someone hid a coin purse in here. Bring it down. Let's investigate. Are you sure we should be stealing someone's money? They obviously made this spot to hide the money. Most yes. often than not, these sort of things are, how do I say, shady. Let's, uh, yes. let's just see if we can find anything. Or if it's the purse of money. I mean, most likely, okay. whoever hid it in a tree probably stole it from someone else. This is true. Circle of life. <laughs> but, I don't, I don't what are you guys know doing? if I would. <laughs> if she doesn't grab it, I want I'll to I'll go jump. ahead and grab it. Okay, I was going to yeah, say, I want to jump on her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to, like, scramble for it, too. I don't want to scramble for it. If she's going to bring it down, I want to uh, Grabbing it, and then I'll hand it to Emra. Okay. So, Emra, you open it up, and inside are 12 gold pieces. And ten silver pieces. Somebody made a deal. There's no, no, this, no, nothing. Just a bag of money. Do you think this was a drop off? Probably for something very, very bad. Let's keep it. Yeah, it's ours now. I put the purse in my pocket. Okay. What was in it? Not much. We can talk about it when we get to town. All right. Are you guys coming or what? He's Sildar is sitting on top of the cart. Just has the reins. Is he in, his in my spot? He's on the. He's ready to go. He's waiting for you guys. I march over and I shove him out of my spot and I take Ooh. the ring. I dump myself. Okay. I'm the driver. Barrels. I figured that since you saved me, I could be your chauffeur. But if not, that is perfectly Get fine. Get in the back. Get okay. in the back. Sildar climbs See? into the back and sits next to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can have the barrel next to me. <laughs> yeah, me's still like sitting. She she got back into her barrel. She's just chilling in there. Sildar kind of just gives her a look. It's like, all right. And he just sits on top of the barrel next to me. <laughs> and you guys take off. I'll pass him. I'm going to pass him my water skin and tell him to I'm, sit back. And when, when I do my little thing, I'm going to try and get the horses to go so he'll like. <laughs> Give me an animal handling check. 12? Uh, so, I mean, you hit it and they do jerk forward, but not enough to send anyone flying. So Dang. it's just feels like a normal smooth ride so you guys make your way to Fandolin. the rutted track emerges from a wooded hillside and you catch your first glimpse of Fandolin. the town consists of 40 or 50 simple log buildings some built on old fieldstone foundations 
More old ruins, crumbled stone walls covered in ivy and briar, surround the newer houses and shops, showing how this must have been a larger town in centuries past. Most of the newer buildings are set on the sides of the cart track, which widens into a muddy main street of sorts as it climbs toward a ruined manor house on a hillside at the east side of town. As you approach, you see children playing on the town greens and townsfolk tending to chores or running errands at shops. Down alleyways, you see people sitting there talking kind of curiously with red capes on their back. And many people look up as you approach, but all return to their business as you go by. Sildar seems much more at ease now that you guys are finally in Fandolin. My friends, he says, let us secure lodgings. I'm told the local inn is very quaint. I'd like to secure the, uh, our little cart here first. We can do that at the inn. Well, Gundren was hoping you would actually drop off the supplies at Barthen's Provisions. That's where he was taking this stuff. And, I mean, you guys also have the supplies with the, with the blue lion on it. I, I'm sure that goes to the Lion Shield Coster. Lenine there would be very happy to see her supplies. What was that name again? Lenine. L-I-N-E-N-E. Well... Order, order of business. Uh, we can take the blue lion shield things to them, uh, so we don't have to carry them around or have probably a good that. And then we can go ahead and take the cars to where its original destination is. Okay. So you guys are making your way over to the lion shield coster. As you guys mosey on up to the Lion Shield Coster, Sildar is familiar with the area, so he kind of steers you in the right direction. Hanging above the front door of this modest trading post is a sign shaped like a wooden shield with a blue lion painted on it. You guys enter inside the shop. It's got swinging doors, and you go in and you see a human female sitting at the counter, a little shorter, probably in her 30s. She's got short blonde hair, piercing blue eyes, and she kind of eyes you as you walk in, looking around, inspecting you, and she goes, ah, welcome to the Lion Shield Coster. I am Lenine. How can I help you? I stand behind Kinsley. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well... We came upon some goblins that attacked us, and then we uh, followed them to where they were hiding out, and we happened upon some goods that had your stamp on it, and thought we would return them. Really? Can you all turn around for me real quick? 360, just... I slowly turn around, 360. I don't move. If you want me to hear you out, I'm going to have to see if you're wearing a red cape or not. I, I turn, like, slowly. I look behind myself. <laughs> I'm doing that dog thing where you're... <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Just, just slow down. Um, I just had to make sure you weren't part of those lowly red brands. They are a pain in my butt. I refuse to do business with them, and they like to play not-so-nice tricks on me because I refuse to even talk to them. But as I can see, you're not wearing those shady capes that they refuse to take off. 
So, you have some provisions for me? Yes, they're uh, in our cart. So you lead her outside? Yep, I lead her okay. to the cart. Yeah, so she follows you outside. She comes from behind the, the counter, goes out there, sees them. Ah, yes, I have been waiting on this shipment. We thought it was lost. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness, I am so sorry for the way I acted before. We've just had a lot of problems in town lately, and I just, I, you just can't be too careful. Thank you so much. Please, please, come in, come in. So Sildar goes in the back and he picks up the stuff and helps you guys bring it all in. Thank you so much. You don't know how much this means to me. Here, let me get a reward for you. She goes into the back and you guys uh, hear some moving around, some locks clicking and whatnot as she's rummaging through things. You hear as she pulls out something, sounds like jingling like coins and she's counting things out. She puts the rest back away. You hear everything lock back up and she comes out and she has a little satchel for you guys. And she puts on the counter, <laughs> she puts on the counter 50 gold pieces. Oh. You have no idea how important it, important it was that I received this shipment. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Lion Shield Coster, but we're a chain of armor and weapons dealers. We sell axes and swords and armor and chainmail and leather and pretty much anything you need to protect yourself and to hurt others. So the things you brought me or what I need to make a living and to help protect this town, which is something we really need right now. So it's worth every gold piece that you brought this to me. Thank you so much. I'm just glad that we could help. Me as well. Why, why do you need it so bad? Well... To protect the town is something... Yes, there's, there's a group of thugs who run around this town called the Red Brands. And they just make a mess for everyone. The mayor does nothing about it. He is afraid of them. So they just shake people down and take their money. And they've been hurting a lot of us. So having these kind of helps. Well, is there anyone that could do something about it? So far, there's not a lot of people coming through that can do much. Uh, Fandolin has just started coming back as, as a town uh, 10 or so years ago. We don't have any of the guard. All we have is, is a town master that we vote in every few years. And they act as judge and ruler. We, we, we just... We haven't had a lot of people coming through that want to serve as, as our town's guard. Sildur at this point chimes in. He's like, that's actually why I'm here. Me and, and my alliance, the Lord's Alliance, were coming here to start a type of law enforcement to help with this town. So uh, I'm sorry to hear that we haven't gotten here soon enough, but we are here now. And, and I can send out word to the Lord's Alliance that, that more is needed, but... Unfortunately, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm all there is. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that, Lenine says. It's great when the DM has to talk to himself. <laughs> I, I kind of lean into her. He's not very reliable. Well, this day and age and around here, I mean, anything's better than nothing, unfortunately. You guys wanting to do anything else here? Um, I don't think so. It, 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 can I see anyone else in the room, or is it just her? Just her. Just Lenine. She kind of runs the place by herself and just does what she can. So you guys finish up at the Lion Shield Coster. You have received your reward of 50 gold pieces. Um, and where are you headed to now? 
Whatever Gundren's thing was. Yeah. Barthen's provisions. The cart. Okay. Yeah. So we'll go, you'll head over to Barthen's provisions. Just like before, Sildar shows you guys the way. You come up and you see this little shop, red roof. It's got a nice little little sign insignia on front that just, uh, it has like a little chest on it. And it's got some like stars coming out. It's just a regular trading post. And you guys walk inside and you see just the front counter and you see a lean, balding, 50-year-old male, and you see two workers in there with him, two young men just kind of like moving things around, stocking shelves. And as you walk in, Elmar goes, welcome, welcome to Barthen's Provisions, where we sell pretty much a little bit of everything. What can I do for you this evening? We got this cart for you. A cart? Yeah. From who? Mm. You don't know who the cart came from? <laughs> I'm not doing this one, you guys. <laughs> I lean over to Im- Imra. Who are we working for again? Gundren. Gundren. Oh, Gundren, yes. Oh, blimey, I didn't, I didn't think that this, this was ever coming. Yes, yes, please, uh, you can just park it over there. We'll take care of the rest. Thank you, let me grab your payment. And he grabs 10 gold pieces each and hands them to each of you. Now, Gundren said that uh, to, to, to give you 10 gold pieces when you arrive, he set this aside for you. I and mean, thank you so much for bringing these supplies. It's just exactly what Gundren was saying he needed, and we happily supply everything that he and his brothers need for their expeditions. So thank you very much. Is there anything else I can do for you? Well, what sort of things do they require for their stuff? Well, they're... They're miners, really. I mean, they're miners, but they like to say that they're expeditioners. They go on their little adventures, trying to find new areas here and there. Last time I talked to Gundren, he was talking about the Pact of Fendelva and the little uh, mine that they used to have a long time ago that was hidden somewhere. It's, It's quite exciting hearing him and his brothers talking about it. In fact, his brothers usually come in every 10 day to pick up their supplies. I haven't seen them in about that time. So they should be here in the next day or so. Okay. Um, um, what, what, do, you, do you guys sell uh, potions of healing? Yes, yes we do. Are you interested? Uh, Yes, please. Oh, all right. Let me see what we have. So he goes into the back and he starts shuffling around here and there. Stuff they don't really normally keep out for everyone to see because these things are easily stolen, taken off the shelves, and then you never see them again. So he comes back and he has four potions of healing. He sets them on the table and he says, how many would you like? Uh, how much are they each? Well, they're about 40 gold apiece. Ah, I see. And that's a discount deal. In the city, they'd go for about 50. Out here in the country, no one's willing to pay that much, unfortunately. I, I, I'm a little short on gold, so I probably, probably couldn't. All right, well. Thank you, anyways. Yeah, if you ever need them, they are here for you. And he picks them back up off the shelf, walks over to one of his guys that are stocking the shelves and house and go put them back in the back. Um, what time of day do the, the dwarf brothers usually come? Um, hmm, you know, I'd say more so than not in the afternoon. It, it kind of varies depending. It, they come when they run out of supplies. That's about when they get here. Okay. 
I walk out real fast. Mm-hmm. She's uncomfortable. Arthur um, looks over at Kinsley and me. Anything else I can get for either of you? I'm poor, so I probably can't. <laughs> Most I, I of us are. Oh, thank you. I'm going to go wait outside. I cry in 25. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm good. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you again for bringing these supplies. Uh, I'm sure that the Rockseeker brothers will be more than happy to see this when they get here. And I leave. Okay. <laughs> so you guys all... What time did you say? What time sometime, did... Usually in the afternoon is when they get there. If they come. If they come. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys leave, and then Sildar is sitting, waiting outside. Should we go to the inn? It is Maybe. kind of late. I guess... I would really like to rest. It's it's getting close to like nine, ten o'clock at night. Everything's oh, starting yeah, to we shut need down. To go to bed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you guys walk over to the Stonehill Inn, which is just down the road. Um, it's in the center of town. There stands a large, newly built roadhouse of fieldstone and rough-hewn timbers. The common room is filled with locals nursing mugs of ale or cider, all of them eyeing you with curiosity. As you walk in, you see a human male behind the bar. He's got just a little thing of hay sticking out of his mouth, sitting there, helping out the customers. You see a skinny lady walking around, and she She's serving people. And you see behind the, the counter is a little boy playing with his little teddy bear. He's just kind of sitting there playing with himself, sitting on the floor. He's probably like four years old, maybe five. So you walk in and sitting at the bar on the far side, you see a man who's dressed, I guess, in clothes that are a little bit different than from people that live in the Neverwinter area. As soon as Sildar sees him, he yells out, Francisco, is that you? I could, ah, you always wear those crazy clothes. And he runs over to Francisco and, and gives him a big hug. Trevor, this is your character. Ah, Sildar, how are you, my friend? Uh, it's been so long. Oh, it has. It has been way too long. And, you know, I could be doing better. You look over at Sildar. I mean, he still has, like, a bruise on his face. And he's got blood. <laughs> oh, like, freak. Like, like dried blood. His, his armor and stuff's gone. The armor you guys use at the, at the Lord's Alliance Guild. And he looks, like, a little trashy. Yeah, Mi loco, uh, what happened to you? Unfortunately, I got beaten up. By goblins. And by goblins? Yes. Shoot, uh, you got your butts beaten by a bunch of goblins. Hey, That's it was, embarrassing. It was a lot of goblins, okay? It, was, it wasn't just like three goblins. I could have handled three <laughs> goblins. No, it was, it was like ten of them and a bugbear. Okay, well, uh, okay. The, the numbers and the bugbear, I understand. It's a little bit more difficult with the bugbear. That explains a little bit, yes. Yeah. So, by the way... These adventurers saved me, and I promised them a reward for getting me here to Fandolin. I could really use a loan. Do you have 50 gold? Ooh. Uh, well, you, you know, well... I'll I, pay you back, I swear it. Well, you know that all the money I earn goes towards my mother's operation, so I, I really hope that you pay me back. Okay, Rocks. 50 gold I, this one time, but I really need it. After she fell out the window, out of the burning window, yes. after the maid had poisoned her, <sighs> uh, her, bo- her body is all kinds of messed up. I had to order a special kind of mage to help out. Like, Oh, yes, those maids just get so spendy. Yeah, and, and so 
yeah, I just need to, I need your promise that you're going to pay me back. I promise, Francisco, you know, you know why the Lord's Alliance sent us here. I mean, we're going to set up a law enforcement. We're going to start bringing in people that can help. And from that, we'll be able to make some money and, and, and I can pay you back then, I swear. Uh, tomorrow morning, I okay. plan on getting set up in the Town Master's Hall and, and we'll start doing that from there. Okay, I'm going to hold this to you, my friend. Okay, you can. No okay. problem. Okay. Thank so you. you see Francisco hands over a little bag to Sildar. He turns around. He's like, my friends, I have secured a reward. Thank you so much for bringing me here to Fandolin. You don't know how much this means. Now we can start bringing this little town together again. Please take this reward. And he hands you guys the 50 gold. Trust me, it'll be all right. Francisco has loaned me money before, and I've loaned him, and we've gone back and forth. This is how we do things. Don't feel bad. So he hands the money to whoever will take it. I take it. <laughs> okay. My friends, uh, I am going to go secure a drink. I will be back. And you see he walks over to the, the barman and they start talking. They seem familiar with each other. So he pours, the barman pours him a drink and he sits down. Uh, can we uh, ditch that guy now? Yes, uh, how do we shake Oh, my new friends. I would like to get to know your names. You, you saved my friend, Sildar. No. Uh, I don't. Oh, can I know? Can I know the names of my friends, the rescuers? It was by accident. Ah, but you <laughs> saved them nonetheless. It was fate. It was meant to happen. Uh, I'm Kinsley. Kinsley, nice to meet you. You are gigante. You are just ginormous. I love it. Oh. Um, I know it's very, of, it's very, like you're very attractive. <laughs> I kind of shrink back. It's, it's, look, look, it's very attractive. A strong woman is incredible. Okay, I see I am now making the thing very awkward. <laughs> uh, and, and, and you, uh, pointed ear one, what, what is your name? Imra. Imra? Oh, it's a lovely name. Nice to meet you. And little girl hiding back there, what is your name? I'm Elizabeth, but El people just call me me. Ah, okay. Well, I will call you uh, Mija. Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> Thank you, Mija. <laughs> uh, I see. Uh, well, I should probably introduce myself. Uh, I am Francisco Guadalupe del Valle. As you can see, I am not from here, but it is nice to meet you. Again, thank you for saving my friend's life. You are wonderful people. So beautiful. Is it normal for people to just say that others are beautiful and attractive and... Oh, where I come from is completely normal. Uh, that's just how people talk. Oh. Yes, yes. You, you, you go down the street and hey! I don't know what it is in this language, but it, it's like the equivalent of a very attractive person. But you just... You know, you give people's nicknames, and you love each other, and you're super nice to each other, even though sometimes there are people who will stab you in the back for no reason other than they want your position in the military. I'm okay. So Francisco then, like, he takes his drink, and he just starts chugging it. Inside <laughs> check, inside check. Okay, yeah. 18 for an insight. <laughs> well, I'm really recording. Insight plus 13. 13. Uh, so, so pretty 19, much. 2021. You guys can pretty much just decipher that this guy's got some past issues that he's holding on to that 
sometimes you just can't let go. <laughs> are you are you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. You know what? It's it's worse for other people. I just you know got a a really bad luck. Someone I thought was my friend wasn't really my friend, and you know he kind of screwed me over. But it's okay. I am now here working as uh, as sellsword basically. So, you know, it's an adventure. I get to leave the city and kind of do what I want a little bit. What does Francisco look like? Yeah, um, yeah, just so, yeah, 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 yeah. So he is like six feet tall. And think of like the hottest telenovela uh, Latin dude you can think of. He's got dark hair. He's got like that kind of like close beard, like very well trimmed. He looks so good. Um, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yeah. Exactly he's, what I was thinking. He's, he's a hot Latino, basically, is what he looks like. All right. What it? <laughs> <laughs> Orale. <laughs> As you guys are having your conversation, the barman looks over and he's like, Hey, you guys going to order anything? I mean, welcome to the Stonehill Inn. What do you want a beer? I don't drink, thank you. Anything? Water? Milk, what are you doing here in my inn? I mean, I'll take water. Okay. It'll probably oh. better for you, little girl. Here. <laughs> probably shouldn't Mom. serve you ale anyway. <laughs> I'll yes. have uh, some ale. Okay. So he goes over and he pours off some ale, hands it to you. Thank you. And you, little Macy? I don't know. What? She'll have an ale. Okay. She's had a she's had a day. He goes over, feels another ale, puts it in front <laughs> of you. That'll be about ten copper for the lot. Okay, I'll go ahead and give him ten copper. Actually, I'll go ahead and give him twelve copper. Ah, oh, thank you. Appreciate that. What I sniff it. It's not poison. It's not supposed to taste good. I've never it's... had it before. Ah, well, drink oh. up. It'll, it'll feel better afterwards. If you've had a long day, that's what everyone drinks after a long day around here. <laughs> I, I prefer tequila and ah, whiskey. Yeah, well, I've got uh, I've got whiskey. I've never heard of tequila. tequila. <laughs> oh. what, what'd you call that it? That's rather unfortunate, my friend. Tequila. Ah, yeah. Tequila, you know. It's, uh, uh, it, isn't that one of them drinks where there's a little worm in it or something? I heard uh, no, that's, that's normally well yes it, it, it's it's from the south yes but they yeah. normally drink it with Just like a lemon or a lime else. or you know what it's okay it's okay I'll take I'll take another ale I I just finished off okay, one or take another one another ale so <laughs> I, 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 another ale five coppers I I lean okay, over yeah here's here's um here's five copper I oh, lean over to his exact money I lean I lean over to Imra and I'm like. I'll take it off you if you want. I just gotta keep up appearances. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who who's you saying this to? To Emra. Emra, Emra, have you uh, been watching Jessica? She's sitting there. Yeah, she took a drink of the ale and she didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, it's not one that you're supposed to really enjoy drinking. It just makes you feel as, a little lighter. As as Emra Lear is taking a drink, he tips it a little more, <laughs> kind of like. <laughs> There you go. You'll stop tasting it after a while. Don't worry about it. Just, 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 you get used to it. 
You put a taste yes. out of this. Well, after, after your life is ruined, you start to drink this stuff very consistently. It My makes life you feel better. ruined when I was a, a it, makes, it makes all of the bad feelings go away. It's amazing. Sildar looks over and he's like, yeah, I'm feeling better already. He's three <laughs> empty mugs in front of him. Oh, Tablet. Oh, no. Tablet. One. one more. Trelaina. Come. He needs... Can you can you set <laughs> up upstairs? Get, get get him his room. Good. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh man! You see, like, uh, it's good to drink, but not not too much. <laughs> yeah, well, Sildar, he's he's had a rough. Well, day yes, he's told me. You see, uh, you see, uh, yes. the woman that was walking around before she comes over and she she helps Sildar up. She's like, "All right, all right, just just upstairs, Sildar. Let's go." I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> You have to drink. Dang, she drank that pretty fast. <laughs> it's okay. Well, you get the used to it. <laughs> I I slip my water under the table and I'm I'm like pouring something in it. <laughs> <laughs> make a make night. a make a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got a nine plus nine, ten, eleven. Let's see. I will see if I know. My passive perception is fifteen. Oh, yeah. So, so, uh, so, as you're doing this, uh, uh, Toblin kind of like sees, and he he sees that you're slipping it underneath. Toblin's not the kind that really cares, but he's just like kind of looking. Uh, she looks like she's about twelve. Eh, old enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rolled a ten, so I didn't see anything. <laughs> He doesn't care. I mean, as long as you're not like giving it to five year olds. So, I feel like we should be making constitution saves with this. <laughs> I don't know, man. She's kind of doing herself. Okay, I think she needs to go to bed too. Um, Probably. Should we help her to her room? Are you guys going to need? I mean, I, I assume that you're not from town. I don't recognize any of you. Are you going to need places to stay tonight? Probably. Yes. Question: oh. Do I already have my room since I was already here? Yes, yeah, you already have one upstairs. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, Sildar actually, as he was being taken up by Trulina, he's like, "Just, just pop me in Francisco's room. I don't have coin for my own yet, Trulina. <laughs> I'll sleep in on the floor. He'll never see me." <laughs> this is she true. Went. I will not see him. I, I kind of ignore people when they sleep on the ground. So <laughs> she, she brings him upstairs and she's like, All right, Sildar, we'll we'll get you squared away and we'll take care of you. On a scale of one to ten, how how attractive is this woman helping him? She's pretty attractive, but you know that this is this is Toblin's wife. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. Fair. <laughs> this is Toblin's wife. <laughs> 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 can can I make a perception check to see what well I mean I guess you know just look around and see what race everyone is yeah yeah make a perception check 15 so you look around and it's mainly humans there's a couple dwarves here and there oh, uh, dwarf yeah but it's mainly humans <laughs> and they all look like working class there's there's uh, farmers a couple miners uh, people that may just kind of be wearing regular clothes. You can't really tell what they do. Uh, they just seem like pretty normal people. Emra? <laughs> well, I can tell she's never had any before. She's lightweight. We should probably help her to her room, possibly. I don't have a room. Or 
right. Do you want to stay here for the night or not? I've got four more rooms available. Francisco, you've already got one. You're paid up. You're good. Yeah, Don't I'm, worry about it. I'm good. I think we'll take some rooms. Thank you. Okay. Are you wanting each your own? Emra, would you like your own room? I don't know. <laughs> uh, She's perhaps, really failing it. Perhaps her and I will share one. Okay. And me? Don't tell me you're going to have this sweet little child sleep in her no, own room. No, of course not. Of course not. We do have one slightly larger room that's got two beds in it. It's five silver more, but it will be ten silver for the night. I lean over to Kinsley. Just put me on the floor. I mean, it would be the same amount if we got separate rooms, so we'll go ahead and do that. Okay. So, ten silver. I Whatever. hand it over. You hand it over. Uh, the rooms are just upstairs. Yours is going to be the second one on the left. Have a good evening. Do you need any food or anything? Yes, let's go ahead and get some food in her before she goes to bed. All right. Trelena, Trelena, come on back downstairs. We got to feed these guys. Especially this one. (laughs) I think I will go upstairs and make sure uh, Sildar is is okay. All right. I I put on a cute, innocent face, rubbing my tummy like, I am a little hungry. (laughs) Oh, well, we'll get you all fixed right up, little one. Trelena comes on. Ah, little is not really little. Someone probably doesn't need more than one ale. He pours you water and puts it in front of you. <laughs> Carlina, uh, let's, let's, Carlina, let's get, let's get these ones, uh, some soup and some bread. I'm assuming y'all just just want some of that tonight, or do you want something? It would take a little longer to to make something. Like, it's 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 a little later. That's fine. Soup and bread. Okay, fair enough. So he goes. Um, uh, that cake. Cake. We may have some cake. Let me check. He goes in the back and he looks around and he comes back and he's like, "So it's not the best of cakes. I mean, it's a little older, maybe like a week old." But we keep it sealed away. It's the last piece and a cake we had from from a birthday party that little Pip had with his friends last week. Is that, does that sound good? Oh no! <laughs> yeah. What what was that? I, I couldn't understand through all the tears. I've never had cake before. I'm gonna like put my arms around her and kind of like pull her in for a hug. I, I was like, what is happening right now? I'm like, I was starting to laugh and then I was like, wait. And then I like, look like astonished and sad. So Toblin's very uncomfortable oh. right now. He's people he's never met before in his life, living in a town <laughs> macho. And these people are a little strange. He pushes it towards you. He's like, you know what? On the hat. <laughs> <laughs> he turns around and he goes to help Trillina get you guys some bread and soup. She's not even to get enough oil! really good. So they eventually do come back to bring you guys food and then drinks. And it's. I'll ask for another ale. 
Okay, so for another ale, it's going to be another five copper. No, what did I say? We have five copper. Um, and then for the whole meal, it's, it's probably about like seven copper. Not very much. I mean, it's it's soup and bread, so. I got it. I got it. I paid for everything. I got it. <laughs> you are a mighty fine friend, tall one, paying for your friend's stuff. I hope they I hope they appreciate you. Well, to be honest, we really just met a few days ago, so... I don't have friends. <laughs> oh, Emra. Except for Gundren and Where is that stupid human? I'm going to kill him! <laughs> oh, no! Dang, she's an angry drunk. <laughs> Gundren, what's going on? What's going on with Gundren? He was just... He was kidnapped by goblins and that we killed them and then the spider-man took them <laughs> oh my word poor gundren his brothers are gonna be so upset when they hear about that oh have you seen his brothers lately it's been a while they they usually have their own tents and stuff so they don't they don't get rooms here at the at the inn sometimes they'll come in for some ales when they're visiting but most of the time they're out in the field I, I haven't seen them in about a 10-day, so, uh, I mean... Where is the field that they stay in? Oh, it's out in the field, as in where they're adventuring, exploring, mining, wherever they're at. Uh, I honestly don't know where they go. They go out in the field, is what they tell me. Well, that's not very helpful. I was hoping yeah. we could locate them and get some information and maybe try to get Gundren back. That's, that's, uh, you know, I'm sure they would appreciate it if he's missing. I'm sure they'd love that. Well. I don't know what I'd do if my family were missing. Where's my girl? Kinsley just kind of gets a far away, like, I, I, cut, cut look Francisco and Sildar. Sildar's, like, puking in a toilet, and Francisco's, like, rubbing his back, <laughs> pulling his room. hair back. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's not, there's no toilet. It's like a hole in the ground. Yeah, so it's like, like a hole in the ground. What are they called? Uh, <laughs> uh, Chamber pots? Yeah, yeah well, something like that. But anyway, so you guys uh, finish up your meal. Um, you guys help Imrelir upstairs, the lightweight that... I tuck her made. into bed, <laughs> make sure she has water next to her and some bread for in the morning. When everybody goes to sleep, I'm going to do something. I, okay. I go, wait, I go into the corner and while everyone's <laughs> asleep, I turn, like, I, I turn into a goblin and I just, like, sit there creepily staring at everyone. Oh, gosh! <laughs> just you sleep? Well, well, do changelings I, sleep or do they trance? I don't know, I think elves are the know. only ones who actually trance. I think sure we just sleep. I think we just sleep. I'm pretty yeah, sure uh, sleep. Before bed, I'm going to light some incense and put it in my sensor. I'm gonna light candles around me and do a little ritual prayer before I go to sleep. Okay. I'm no longer in the corner. I'm now under one of the beds, but you don't know which one. I'm, I'm sleeping I, under the bed. Eventually, I was going to say, eventually me falls asleep as a goblin under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I get up when everybody's asleep. Okay, so after Kinsley finishes her, her seance, she climbs into bed and falls asleep. And uh, after about an hour or so, Embrilier wakes up, gets out of bed, and what is she doing? I'm going to find Sildar. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, make uh, a stealth check. 
with disadvantage. Because you're in You're drunk! You're a dirty drunk! Since I'm sleeping in the same room as Sildar, should I make a perception with disadvantage? I feel like that would be a passive thing. Oh, right, like it's going to be passive, yeah. Because okay, so. yeah. you're not actively looking. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I w- wouldn't see it. 16. Well, you rolled a 16. What's your passive perception? Your pen? 10. It's 10. Yeah. yeah, so you wouldn't. And then what is Sildar? Yeah, no, what's I'm going to say because Sildar uh, drank so nervous. much, he's probably up a little Herbal. bit, like continuing to wake up here and there, like feeling all lightheaded and needing to get up and get some water. And uh, So he's going to make a perception check with disadvantage to see if he's he Emerlier hungover. Yep. Why do you want to kill Sildar? <laughs> He got a two. Did you not yeah. the first episode? I didn't watch it all the way through. I had wow. to do homework. I've been, <laughs> I've been getting ready for finals, dudes. <laughs> so Sildar does not hear you coming, and neither does Francisco. Open the door and sneak in. I kneel over him. I take some of... I, I wet my finger. I take some of my gum powder, and on his forehead, I write, stupid. <laughs> and then his cheek is poop. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to ra- to draw a butt with poop spraying at his nose. Oh! <laughs> and then going to spit on each eye. <laughs> and then I'm going to take one of my swords and I'm going to go really fast. And go out the door. I'm not going to hit him. I'm, I'm only going to, um, like, rip his clothes in the crotch area. So, you're drunk. Oh, no! Mm. You're going to do it! Oh, you're going to hit him! going to chop his balls off! Give me an acrobatics check. With disadvantage. With disadvantage, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no! What did you do? <laughs> An eight? eight? Okay. It could have been a lot worse. Okay. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Oh no. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally going to wake up to him screaming, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. So you go to stab down, and as you do, your hand is on the bed like this. And as you swing down, your hand slips, and you face plant into his nether regions. <laughs> <laughs> And your your knife goes and stabs his foot. <laughs> I went back up. And as soon as that, I'm just, ah, ah, oh. I wake up. Ah, freak! Ah, still got it. What's happening? I run! I run! I run! I I I chase her. I chase her. So you chase you chase after her. What do you what do you want to do? Sildar's do we wake up? Can I find oh. a window? Can I find a window? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, give me a perception check. I'm gonna find check. a window. Okay, 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 okay. Ah, she's so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a disadvantage. I, I want to tackle her. Okay, let me see if she finds. So, so you give me uh, give me a uh, athletics check. Okay. Thirteen. To find a window. And then Ups- I want to whoop up onto up- the roof. Upstairs in the hallway where the bedrooms are so i'm going to say with a 13 you could find the window in your room if you run back that way however francisco what's your athletics check um i got a total 17 okay yeah so he gets there before you jump out the window and he tackles you Am I, uh, what were you doing to pull him that he was drunk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
prank him like that. That was totally mean. You stabbed him in the foot. What was that, man? His phone is bleeding. You can hear him screaming from his room. I was in totally cut his pants. What is so cut his pants? What were you trying to do cutting his pants? I don't know. This is some. Uh, this is yeah, weird. We yes, this yes, is some weird do. stuff. This is like stuff from They're my obviously... home country. I didn't think okay. I would find it here. This is rather awkward. I open our door. What is happening? She it tried to stab dog. my friend. He, she tried to okay. stab my friend. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I quickly change back into my little girl form. At a time. No, I didn't try to stab him. I wanted to ruin his stupid pants. I did okay. you want to what what what's what what do you not like about his pants? I mean I understand the fashion in this country is a little bit weird, but like I didn't think you need to like ruin his pants. No he's bad at his job and so I wanted do you see what I do in his I didn't see what you did to what did you do to his face? Hold on, I, hold on. So you guys still hear Sildar? You still hear Sildar moaning from the other room? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I don't have time to deal with this right now. Um, I'm gonna go into the room and check on Sildar. Yeah, this is but I really Sildar. want to okay, see what's on so, his face. I'm really interested. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Kinsley, Kinsley, and me run rush over to the other room. They see that Sildar has stupid written up here and poop written over there. He's got butt on his face, but then his foot is like bleeding, blood. Oh all over no! The and he's screaming in pain. You deserve it, you stupid poop face. Okay, I'm I'm going to get you back, and I turned it. I turn into a woman. Uh, with really large breasts, <laughs> I look. I look like Shakira, but like extra cleavage. Oh my and I just gosh. and I drown. I drown Imra with my cleavage <laughs> while I'm grappling her. Oh, that's terrible! It's like some anime <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, some anime stuff. Uh, so we haven't finished our. <laughs> I fall asleep in his bosom. <laughs> <laughs> while I'm on top of you, like suffocating you, just kind of like. <laughs> finished our long rest, right? No. Okay, so I'm gonna use the last spell slot, and I'll cure wounds his foot. Okay, so well, uh, since uh, uh, oh yeah, roll for that hand. Make tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 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 Francisco, as you're smothering Emrelier, Emrelier is slowly just kind of nods off into an incapacitated state. Because your, your, your bosom is surprisingly just, just warm and just comforting. So comfortable. So comfortable. Uh, I have been told this many times. <laughs> I rolled uh, the highest, so it's eight plus three. Okay, yeah. So you you, uh, you see that the skin starts to reattach, and, and the little blood that was on the outside, just outside the foot, seeps back in, and it closes up. I mean, there's still blood all over the sheets. But he's still really drunk. So he... You could easily write this off as a bad dream. <laughs> okay, yep. I'm going to take him by the face and kind of bring it. I'm, I've kneeled, so I'm not super tall. But I hold onto his face, and you've really got to learn to do your job better. Otherwise, she's never going to forgive you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, 
and like push him back into the bed. So I I I pick up Emra and I put her in bed and I tuck her in like really tight, like when Homer Simpson is tucking in a Bart. He's like, like, trapped him. It can't get out. At least he's not sewing you in. Yeah. So I go back into the hall. And I I walk out of their room. Now it's like a really hot Shakira. And then make my way back to the room. I didn't see you change. So I'm just like, uh, excuse me? Oh, I am so sorry. And I changed back into Francisco. Uh, yes, I am a changeling. You, normally, oh. like my normal form, I look uh, white, but everyone called me albino when I was growing up, so I didn't like that. So I just kind of, I always look like this normally. Oh. I, I go to and I'm like, ah, oh, we have another man of culture here. <laughs> I see you have turned into a goblin. You are a changeling as well. That is wonderful. Are you actually a grown man or a grown oh. woman? Or, uh, I just... I just rub my my temples like I just I, I just I hold up a, a finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I will not tell. I see. Some people like to keep it secret. I like to have fun with my forms. I'm going uh, back to but bed. I, I'm actually still a little girl though. Well, you oh, were a goblin. Oh no! Were, yeah, I said I changed back before I left the room. Uh, yeah. Okay, but, so but I, I give off that hint, so you, you get it. Yeah. Anyways. There you go. So you guys all make your way back to bed. Sildar is okay. His foot. I imprint Sildar's mess. So his face is still messed up, right? I, yeah, I his face. Go back. I, no. I clean. <laughs> I clean his face off. Just like before I leave, I stare at his face to imprint it into my mind. <laughs> okay. But but what wait. Uh, after I wash his face, I take like the remainder of it and I draw a penis on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I'm not a, I'm I'm not opposed to shenanigans. <laughs> oh my goodness. Only when Francis does it. Only when I do it. <laughs> okay, so you guys all finally go back to bed and you fall asleep and you wake up the next morning. Uh... Oh dear. Here. Ah, she's Eat this. Drink this. You guys hear Maybe a knock bread and on, some water. on your door. Emerlier, Kinsley, and me, you hear a knock on the door. Uh, I'll go it. open. Well, you're, ta- you're taking care of it. Okay, yeah, you go ahead. Okay, so, so I'll, me, I'll get it. So me goes over and opens the door, and you see a Trilina is there. And she's like, I am so sorry my husband pushed alcohol on one of you that has never had it before. You probably have a really bad hangover, and I brought you some tomato juice, some some eggs inside. This is this is what I use as my home remedy. Hopefully, the protein and and the acids from the juice will help eat away everything and make you feel better. Here's some bread as well. She hands it over to me. I think it was perfectly fine. It was very entertaining. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, yeah, I just, as as someone who can't take their alcohol very well, I mean, I, I understand. When I see someone drink one ale, and then they just get, they just get hammered off, uh, off their rocker, I mean, I understand. I, I can't even have a glass of wine anymore, it just doesn't sit well with me. But here, take it, and she gives it to you, and then turns around and goes back upstairs. They live on, like, the super tall, like, mm-hmm. high part, so, so what are you guys doing? Okay, uh, I well. fall back into bed and just, like, cucumber myself. Do I have the soup? 
Like uh, me, does does she? It's it's actually it's not soup. It's just like tomato juice with like raw eggs in it. Oh, uh, I I take I take a sip of it and then I give it to Imra. <laughs> it's like it's like her hangover like cure that she does when she does have her one glass of wine. I, I sip it, don't like it. Did <laughs> the be on whether to spit it back or not? Then I decide mm, probably don't want to make her angry and then give it to her. Imra, uh-huh. do you drink it? Give me a constitution check. Oh, gosh. It's gonna make you vomit. It's not a bad constitution. Is this a saving throw? Yeah, we'll make it a saving throw. Yeah, uh, it'll be a dirty 20. Okay, yeah, mm. so so you're able to keep it down. Um, it doesn't taste super great, but um, you're able to push past. Well, I'm used to that. Uh, yeah, so like, it's, it's you're totally fine with that. Yeah, with your what you're used to, this is nothing. And after uh, about five minutes of sitting there, you do start to feel better. Your head starts to clear up, like you're still a little unsteady on your feet, but your headache goes away, and you can start to you're starting to think more clearly. Um. Well, what happened last night? Um. You don't want to know. It's okay. You just slept. It it was fine. That doesn't feel like I slept very well. Me, did you close the door or did you leave it open after Trailina yeah. left? Uh, I, I went to go close. Yeah. Oh, you closed it? Oh, okay. Then as, as so you, you guys hear walking past the door a thump, thump, thump. And you hear, you hear Sildar. It's like, oh, oh, why is my foot so sore? Oh, and for some reason, my... Oh, my nether regions hurt really bad. What's that been to him? Uh, he, you, you guys hear this through the door, and then you hear him like thump, thump. Uh, like, he go fell down back the stairs. Downstairs. Uh, when they were bringing him up. Uh, okay, no, we can't lie to her. <sighs> it's not like I'm. As as uh, Schiller is walking away from her, she goes. It, it was so funny. There was a woman that ran into your crotch. It was so funny, and she ran. It was great. But yeah, your foot was bleeding. We fixed it. But it's okay. You you were too drunk to really remember what happened. It was uh, hilarious. Francisco, <laughs> remind me never to drink that much again until maybe tomorrow. <laughs> and then... uh, I will try and help you control your drinking problem, friend. One or two is okay, but... Four, five—that is a little much. Yeah, you can outside your threshold. Yeah, yeah you can hear this outside. Loud enough to work. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, oh. Uh, yeah, about that. I start bursting into laughter, <laughs> trying to hold it back this whole time, rolling on the ground like. You <laughs> funny. You had a little escapade uh, while we were sleeping. Uh, you were so drunk. <laughs> you were the woman. That ran in or fell into <laughs> your, your face planted into his crotch and stabbed his foot in the process. <laughs> and drew a lot of um I think she tried well, to jump out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, did this really happen? Yes. Oh no, and I don't remember? I guess not. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think he remembers from... either, so hmm, I can't well, decide if that's so good or not. Let's go get some breakfast. It was certainly entertaining, that's for sure. Well, it's certainly not out of the realm of what I do when I'm sober. So, you guys, I've noticed. 
<laughs> you guys put yourselves <laughs> together, gather your things, and make put your way downstairs. Armor, I did yep. not sleep in my armor. Yep. So you make your way downstairs. You see that uh, Toblin, his wife Trelina, and their little boy are all behind the counter. They're all um, helping out customers, making coffee, uh, making eggs and ham and stuff. Like Toblin's actually in the kitchen, and Trelina's out front helping out. And you see some of the regular customers are there for breakfast in the morning before they head out. Sildar is sitting at the bar, holding his head. He's got he's got a little frozen like steak held up against his crotch, just sitting there. <laughs> He's just sitting there and he's he's got food in front of him and a little coffee. And you see Francisco's down there with him and he's just kind of like talking. They're, they're kind of talking as you guys make your way. I uh, walk over to them and just kind of pat Sildar on the shoulder like... I banged the table. I heard you had a rough night, my friend. Oh, <sighs> oh not so loud. Yes, yes, I had a rough night. Uh, if, I, if I ever find out who did that to me... Uh, I don't know what I'll do right now. I, I look up at Imra and I just kind of, I give her a wink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I lean over to Francisco. I don't actually remember what happened last night, but the others told me I did something crazy. I figured <laughs> very hammered. <laughs> Never drunk before. Gundren wouldn't let me. I could tell. <laughs> is Gundren like a fatherly type here? Is this, is this Kinsley asking Imrilir? I like the yeah, Like a little bit like, is this in your head? Yeah, this is a little bit in my head. I mean, because we're not going to, she's not going to give you back. No, I know, I know, I know. If you want to ask questions, you're more than welcome to. Um, Emra. Yes? There was something you said last night um, that I've been kind of wondering about. You said that you had a bad childhood since you were seven. Did I say that? Yes, and I mean, you don't have to di divulge anything, but... Let's just say, uh, I haven't seen my parents in a very long time. And when I was with them, I was happy. I know how you feel. Oh, really? I give her I, a very sad look. I, I, I don't... on a somber tone. I don't know if, uh, they're looking for me or anything, but, uh, I like to think that maybe they are. Anyway, um, I do actually want to get to know uh, those of you who are going to help me find Gundren, um, especially after the light of uh, a certain someone's identity. <clears throat> and I look at me. <laughs> Ooh, yes. yes. I, I would also like to help look for Gundren. He actually hired me for uh, a part of his escapades. And, uh, well, I needed to talk to him, and he's not here, so... Uh, I would like to help you find him. It would be good. What was your um, purpose? What did he have? Uh, yes. Um, so I was hired for an expedition with his uh, brothers. So I was supposed to help them with the thing, but they didn't tell me exactly what, just that they needed help looking through <laughs> some so kind of secretive. mind. They're so oh, secretive, but so it's secretive. great. I love it. I, I, I love the whole secret thing. It's, it's very fun. Seems it's more enough. dangerous than fun. Well, you know, life is an adventure, so why worry about the, the smaller details, no? My life hasn't been an adventure at all. Until recently. Mine's been nothing but a bad adventure. Francisco, you remind me of my favorite, uh, uh butler. Uh, very adventurous. Oh, really? Favorite butler? Well, I would happily be, uh, your favorite, uh, well, 
companion if if you know if you would like to meet her i'd be down okay so information about all of you that uh will help me trust you okay um let's see well i was born in a foreign country but i don't really remember it because my mother was cast out from um my grandfather's house because she had an illicit relationship when she wasn't married she became a maid and then was brutally attacked and so now i became a uh, well i was originally a soldier to earn money but then i got kicked out of the military because of a horrible childhood friend who turned evil enemy i don't like him anymore and now i work as a sellsword that is pretty much me with your mother was that what you were talking about with sildar where she was poisoned and burning yes it was very dramatic and so my mother she's very beautiful but she was working as a maid in a rich man's home and um other maid uh, was not very happy with her because bueno she was very attractive as well as the mistress of the lord didn't like it because she was very attractive and the lord wanted to get with my mother my mother refused but the uh mistress of the lord was angry poisoned her with the help of this maid and then the whole house started to burn and then she was pushed out the window and was ran over by a carriage afterwards after she fell out the window and so she's oh. been needing a lot of uh, medical attention so i had to hire someone to take care of her and i was hiring a cleric to to heal her and she's in a very critical uh, position right now so that's why i am working um that's why i need to find gundren basically i lean over to emra does any of this sound made up to you it definitely sounds like something out of a telenovela novel yeah yeah that's <laughs> <really great. laughs> can, can we like insight check that see yeah make an insight check 30 20 that's better than me i got uh uh 15 everything yeah. seems pretty level truthful? yeah, yeah that's that's pretty level dramatic wow very well uh yes wow oh. i don't know if that helps you trust me a little bit but that's kind of <laughs> where i'm coming from right now i definitely think it makes you sound reliable which is <laughs> more than your friend This is true. He he has known as kind of we always say oh don't pull a sildar because sometimes he messes up really bad. And it's really funny normally but sometimes it's pretty You guys see that Trilina comes around the corner carrying a little pot. She's like here you go sildar use this if you need it. Thank you. I actually secretly like love him a little bit. He's so funny. But no, Emra hates him. <clears throat> so. Yeah, he's getting sick of, over in the corner. <laughs> okay. So then, Kinsley, uh, anything? Where are you coming from? Well, how far back are you? Just like, what got you involved with Gudran? Why would you Hope. Oh, I didn't well. need to say everything I just said. I could have just said why children. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I mean, uh, I'm just I was just asking cuz I've lived quite a while. Uh, I don't really little. actually know how many years, but um it's mostly been quiet for me. But when I decided to leave, uh not really home. 
never really had one of those, but um, I, I left and uh, I happened upon a guild. It's uh, the Hallowed Moonglades in uh, Neverwinter. And there I found my faith and became a cleric. And I began having dreams and something kind of, I remembered something and it kind of made me feel like I needed to start searching. So, um, getting to why I was helping Gundren, I was looking at my map in the guild hall and not being able to decide where to go, Gundren comes in for some ale. Talking to the barkeep, he explains that he put up a post and that there may be some need for some healers, clerics. We're specifically a, uh, a guild of healers. So paladins and clerics and priests come from my guild and he thought that someone of that caliber would be good to have. So I just kind of took it as a sign, sitting there trying to figure out where to go. That was the start of my journey. So it's kind of just chance for me, but I, I want to help. I don't feel like leaving and not helping Gundren is good. I've, I've tried to be good my whole life and tried to show goodness to others that have been, has been shown to me. So if you'll have me, I would like to help. That is beautiful, Tawon. That is beautiful. Thanks. Thank you, Kinsley. Um, I myself am grateful that you are here. Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> you see... You see me with a sigh of relief, realizing that you don't have to like give the whole thing, the whole like life story or whatever. Just like, okay, just reason. Um, well, my daddy really wanted me to get out of the house more and not just sit amongst our nice home with our butlers to hand me um, things I want. I don't know, but. Basically, my daddy wanted me to go out and experience the world, so he found a dwarf named Gundren and was, you know, seeing if there was any work for me to do to get out there in the world and experience it. So you are a neat. You, you stay inside most of the time. Maybe. Uh, can I inside check me with the whole my daddy wanted me to go and explore the world uh, when I'm yeah. a sheltered little girl? And I mean inside. 17? No, no. I have a plus three, not a plus one. 19. 19. Um, it's, you you get a feeling that that's, that means being honest, but maybe not a hundred percent honest. Like, like, it's honest enough that it's like, okay, well, maybe me's got some secrets that me doesn't want to share. But it, you don't seem like me's, like, intentionally trying to lead you astray. It's just protecting me self. Okay, that's fair. All right, uh, in that case, that's everybody, I suppose. You see, Sildar looks over. Not everybody. <laughs> He's wiping his um, mouth and puke. He comes over. Yes, Sildar, do tell us. Why are you working for Gundren? I actually... I I, don't worry, I'm not coming on you with your adventure. Fine, Gundren. Oh, okay, then go ahead. But I think I have information that they help. Please. Oh, wonderful. Please, not so loud. So. Sorry. Wonderful. 
Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's wonderful to uh, die. No, Very that's... wonderful. Okay, okay. okay. Want my help or not? I have information. Okay. Yes. So the whole reason I came here uh, was was to find my friend Iarno Albrecht. He was part of the, or he's part of the Lord's Alliance as well. He came here months ago, probably four or five months ago, um, and he was supposed to start what I'm doing. He was supposed to start the group here, the Lord's Alliance here in Fandolin, and he was supposed to start bringing people in and, and producing some law in this town, injustice. After a few months, we stopped hearing from him. And from what Trilina was telling me last night, apparently two months ago, he had been walking and looking around the Tresender Manor. Tresender. I think, I think that, yes, Tresender Manor. The, the big ruins on the east side of town. He was looking around there and he disappeared. And he's the only one in this town besides his brothers that Gundren ever mentioned talking to. So I imagine that Iarno would have information uh, about Gundren, maybe his brothers, where they are, but I don't know where he is. He went missing. And I think the first place to start looking would, would be where Trilina said he disappeared at. That's all I can. He turns around and puts his head back in the pot. So, to start looking for Gundren, we need to look for Iarno? That's what it sounds like. <sighs> yes, so. You see uh, a toddlin comes around. He's like, ah, yeah, um, Tresender Manor. Uh, you you want to be careful heading in that in that direction. So the Red Brains hang out at, at the Sleeping Giant Tap House, and that's that's kind of near the base of the hill that goes up to Tresender Manor. Yeah, they're they're pain in the butt. Yeah, they're making trouble for everyone. So I mean, if you have in mind to take care of them while you're while you're looking for your friend. I mean, it would help the town out a lot, just just saying. Sounds wildly entertaining. Roughly, how many are there? Goodness, I don't know. There's, it's just a group of them. I mean, they're, they're a whole gang. Gosh. It's like I don't five, know. No more, than, no more than like maybe 10, 15, maybe. Uh, they kind of come and go. But they hang out at the at this uh, sleeping giant cap house. That's that's kind of where if they're not running around town making trouble for people, they're they're there. They uh, they're they're making trouble for themselves. And and Grista, the bar owner there, she's kind of been wrapped up in with them. So, I mean, she is she not actually involved with them though? You know, I don't know. She used to not be, but uh, she might be a part of them now. Okay. Well, in that case, I'd like to pick up some healing potions. Um, considering what happened last time with the goblins. Um, and then after that, I suppose we begin. Yeah. Now, being part of the same group as Sildred, the Lions Alliance, right? The um, Lord's Alliance, yeah. The Lord's Alliance, yeah, Alliance. Uh, I almost said Lion's Arch. Uh, <laughs> I uh, keep thinking that every time. Yeah. Uh, Lord's Alliance. So being part of that, would I know anything about Yerno Albridge? Yeah, you. I mean, you you would have known him just as as a Sildar would. You would know that he's a wizard. He's he's not like a normal soldier. He's a wizard. He's he's like a shorter guy. 
dark hair and beard, probably in his 30s. Nothing super special about him, just the fact that he was a wizard instead of a soldier. Okay, cool. Good to know. Are we outside of the... Uh, <sighs> well... Well, shall we go stock up on supplies, things that we need? I think probably a good idea. That would probably be a good idea, yeah. Well, since I gave you guys all of my gold, basically, I will uh, rely <laughs> on you guys. <laughs> yes, that was... Yeah. But yes, um, so uh, I will go with you. Sildar is less it's reliable a, than he first appeared. I should oh, no, have cut it off. It's okay. He's not very reliable. It's why he doesn't have a girlfriend. It's okay. <laughs> I do. She just lives in another town, and you don't know her. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> insight check. That. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen yeah, no, he's, insight. He's, he's totally lying. <laughs> I he shake my know. head at them like, no. So he no, pops, he doesn't. Builder pops his head up, and he's just like, I am going to go get started at the town master's hall. I need to talk with the town master. See what's going on. If you need me, or if you have information about the red brands or what's going on, if, if you go and check it out and you know something about Yarno there, come find me at the Town Master's Hall. That's where I'm going to set up. I've already sent word to the Lord's Alliance to start sending us funds. So, Francisco, you're getting paid back very soon. I told them of what happened and. Hopefully, they will send a reimbursement. Okay, that would be very nice. Yeah. So, Sildar gets up. He, he waves down Toblin. He's like, Toblin, put it on my tab. You know I'm good for it. And Toblin's like, no problem, Sildar. We know you're, you're, work, you're working hard to try to help us out. We appreciate you. Sildar goes, and he walks out, and he starts making... Can I trip him on the way out? Give me a dexterity check. Just straight dexterity? Yeah, dexterity, yeah. Uh, Twelve... Okay, My so <laughs> what do you want to do to his sister? Um, Poor yeah. Shilder, man. He's getting picked on so hard. I, <laughs> I can... Simrad does not like him. I will um, put, put the, I'll, I'll use shape water to put the water on his crotch so he looks like he beat himself. Aww. Okay. So, so just go, uh, or Imrily, roll, roll with advantage on, on your dexterity check. Because he's super distracted. Oh, that's so much better. A whole 10 better. 19 plus 3 is 22. So as mm -hmm. as, as Sildar gets up, um, all of a sudden his pants feel wet. He's just like, oh, no, did I lose bladder control? He looks down, and as he looks down, you stick out your foot, and, and he goes tumbling, and he just tumbles right out the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> you see, you that see, was not very nice. You see I'm, on the I'm other, good for a good goof. <laughs> well, you see on the other side of the of the swinging doors, he pops up and he's like, I'm okay. Sorry, I did not mean to hit your foot. Oh. I am okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to hit your foot. <laughs> you know, that was actually pretty impressive. He's not very reliable, but I don't think he's a bad guy. No, I agree. But it's still entertaining. I'm just having a lot of fun picking on him now. All right. Okay. romance in the air. <laughs> Are you guys? Uh, what is this thing you call romance? 
It's a uh, when two people uh, enjoy each other's company and they want to be together, and often they 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 sometimes they discuss things very uh, passionately and um, they're very involved in each other's lives. That's that's a, a romance piece. Sometimes I think the only thing I'm passionate about when it comes to Sildar is picking on him. Well, that could be the start of something beautiful. No say I don't know. Probably. I'd love to see more suit on his face. <clears throat> Let's go. Okay. So you guys, uh, you guys march out of the Stonehill Inn and make your way back across the street to Barthen's Provisions, where you know he sells uh, potions. 